What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Civil Conversations with Matt Aguido. In this conversation, I was pretty excited to bring my 15-year-old son, Micah Aguido, on to join me to talk about race and politics from his perspective. It was a pretty insightful conversation, and I learned a lot, and hopefully you guys can learn a lot, too. He's also a pretty funny kid. All right, please go ahead, sit back, enjoy. It's only 17-plus minutes, but it's worth every second. What's up, everybody? It's Matt with Civil Conversations, and today I thought it'd be really good to have a conversation with my son, Mike Aguido, and really have a conversation within the family around certain aspects of things that's going on. In this case, we're going to talk about race and politics and what I can possibly do better as a dad, um, you know, when it comes to having a teenage son in today's time. So I just thought, hey, why not talk to one teenage kid, uh, and why, who else better than my son, Micah? So first off, thanks for doing this combo with me well thank you for asking me to be on here because <laughs> I, I i don't get in front of the camera much in front of a public so i thought it'd be good to do that okay. um for my confidence you, do you think you had a choice no <laughs> no no i didn't know I, oh, I okay i i was eager to do it though i was eager oh, okay to do it. Cool, yeah, cool, I, cool i do like doing this a lot. so on the shows that i've done in the past i think you you're aware of some of it um mm-hmm. obviously but like i've covered things around you know obviously on race um culture politics church um, we've been dealt with colorism. So I'll admit, hey, I'll, I'll admit it here, you know, with my son, he's light skinned and I'll make little jokes and stuff like that since he was little. But obviously you can't really do all that all the time or really shouldn't be doing it at all. Um, and that's something I learned a couple weeks ago. Check out the podcast. Um, but yeah, and uh, but overall, you know, I thought it'd be really good to get a perspective from a teenager as to what's going on right now. And with everything right now with the race slash culture issues and politics, it's a lot, right? And a lot yeah. of adults are going back and forth and 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 um, beefing and bickering on social media and so on and so forth. For, but bringing it down to the teenage level, what is it like in that area that you that you see? Again, this is just your perspective, but that you see. How are you guys all talking about it, conversing about it? What's going on? Well, I think there's a lot of arguing among the teenage group because a lot of teens are inspired by their parents mm-hmm. or just adults around them. So they're going to take adults' perspectives from what they've told them and you know when teenagers argue, they're not necessarily factual at all. They'll just start throwing things in that don't make any sense, and it just turns. So into you're saying super sometimes big. you don't, you don't. Yes, yeah, so some, yes. Yeah, sometimes oh. I will be saying stuff that doesn't make any sense, and oh. I'll think about it afterwards. I'm like, what am I doing? Because teenagers don't know how to debate, right? Yeah. So, so um, you, you touched on something though when you said like the, um, the, the, like they reflect a lot of what their parents do. So, like to bring it more personal, like how do you feel like you reflect? the way your mom and I are when we talk about politics or race, like talk about a heavy, uh, like light, like what do you, what well, do you Well, I, I think. And how have we, how have we influenced you? Mm, well, I, I think I've, of course you have, you guys have definitely kind of brought me into what politics are now. Um, where the, whether it be presidential or local or racial mm. or whatever is going on uh, mm. topics wise, I think you guys influence me pretty heavily when it comes to s- some of the ideas I do have mm. um, about certain certain places in, in politics. Whether I say something first and you're like, oh yeah, I, I agree with that because um, mm. it's just something that I picked up over the years. Mm. But then of course also kind of forming my own opinion because mm. it's kind of good to get that mm-hmm. um, from your own opinion. But you guys definitely did kind of influence me a lot into what I believe now politics wise. Yeah. So for for me and your mom, I think we were, you know, like I grew up uh, for the most part in a uh, 
pro- probably politically fluid household, but definitely having a lot of Christian church values. And you know, obviously, we're doing the same thing with you all, but I never really wanted to push a specific party. And I think part of that has to do with, um, you know, the timing. So, you know, around 07, 08 timeframe is when I started kind of pulling away from picking a specific party. Um, I leaned to historically, you know, more conservative Republican side mm-hmm. uh, at one point, and then I've just kind of become more of, I guess, a neutral. I don't know. Um, but for you guys, I never really wanted to. Your mom and I never really wanted to push. But then the influence you're saying you have, and we still like it was more like a reactive thing. So when something comes up, you hear our our perspective on yeah, it. Yeah, okay. yeah. So like, I'll, I'll just pick it up because y'all. I don't think y'all have ever really sat down and said, "This is what I need you to be." I don't. I don't know how many parents do that. I'm sure some do, but y'all didn't. Mm-hmm. So I was just picking up on stuff that's going on around this house and how y'all talk about politics. Oh, okay. That's cool. So do you feel like you're adequately, inadequately prepared? And I don't mind being like open and embarrassed on this video, but like from the perspective of, you know, you're, you're about to be 16. In two years, you're going to be able to vote. How much more do you think you need to know through us to kind of become more aware of things around politics, specifically. And then we'll, we'll jump back over to race in a second. Well, I think right now, especially this election and what's been going on like just a bit previously, I've definitely paid a lot more attention to how important the presidential election is. Because wh- when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, that, that's the president. And then that's, that's just whatever. It was just kind of like a competition, just mm-hmm. a friendly sort of thing. And that's not what it is at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually thought politics. it was like a friendly and, thing? Yeah, because I, 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 it's like, you know, two dudes battling it out for, for, uh, for who's going to lead the yeah. country. And I didn't know about anything else. You were little. Do you remember the Obama McCain election at all? Nope. You were too small. I don't remember that. I remember the Obama uh, Romney election. Okay, yeah. So you were seven going on eight. Yeah, you just about to turn eight. So you remember that one? And then, of course, you remember the the Clinton Trump election. Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely. All right. right. So with this one, you just want to be able to hear more from us about it? I I think so because just kind of gaining a a Mm. knowledge of importance of what the president is and who our Congress is and mm-hmm. who every, all parts of it are. I mm-hmm. think just knowing how important that is, make sure I know what to choose, mm-hmm. how I should choose it, when should I do this and that, and how does this go about? I think that's all something I do want to know mm-hmm. importance wise. Yeah, I think, I feel like even what you just said, I, I do feel like we under talk about it. I like what you said earlier around, um, you know, you we're more reactive. Maybe we took that stance a little too hard to not, totally influenced and because I really want you to kind of make your own decision and then kind of guide from there but at the same time I totally understand why you really want to understand more of our perspective on it to help at least be like I wonder what my parents are thinking is that kind of a thing okay cool yeah because what you're not going to get from me and I'll say the same thing for your mom is you're not going to get like a you know vote Trump or vote Biden or you know uh Kamala is this and Pence is that like yeah. I mean we'll have some opinions but like at the end of the day you know we'll make a decision and we'll tell you what our decisions are you know like when we took you guys to um, mm-hmm. several local elections we you're there with us you got the I vote thing on or whatever um, and it's you know it's it's cool like you'd be a part of it so yeah. we'll definitely try to update you on that so that's cool so when it comes to like race um, I, I, I think it's interesting right mm-hmm. um, the for you growing up in like right now what we call like middle class america yeah uh you know race could still play a huge part in it do you feel like you are impacted racially in the environments that you're in like specifically does it even bother you i think there are certain instances 
where it can be I guess there's a there's an explicit separation and and like like when someone verbally tells you this is this and that is that and I you whatever, um and then there's just the there's just the small stuff like lunches sometimes the black people will separate this way and white people separate this way no one said it would had to be that way mm-hmm. that's just what it is, um I think it's like you know uh, mind alike sort of thing at the same time just being with someone who you relate to so not like an issue but more of just the the way the, the way, way people relate with each other yeah all right so that's more of like a cultural thing probably yeah yeah right? it's, it's it's more like you know th- th- this is who I hang out with so this mm-hmm. is who I'm gonna be with because I I can relate with them I know who they mm-hmm. are. And they're my buddies and all that. Um, and then I think in, in other circumstances, when it's quote unquote explicit, it's explicit like like racism wise. It's not like it's it's never at least I've never for for the most part experienced someone being derogatory or mm-hmm. negative. It'll usually be positive, not necessarily positive. But it'll be a joke gotcha. or something we can all laugh at. Because I, mm-hmm. I honestly I like jokes at my own expense. I don't care what it's about. It's, I, I, I like like my, like, like my yeah, light skin like, jokes. I, but yeah. I, I gotta I gotta come back on the light skin jokes so, or whatever. But I mean you you know. <laughs> so I I, I I I like jokes at my own expense. So I think it's something cool to just laugh at. But then at the same time it's like, well this isn't necessarily what I would define as racist but by definition it is racist if you could say um okay so i don't i guess so, some people take issue to it some people don't it's just preferences do you have an example um for, for, for an example i know you, i know like i asked you that like on the on like i don't i don't know where but. well no no for, for example uh i went to wrestling practice mm-hmm. and after practice so, so, uh, a, a white guy asked for lotion to me specifically so then i'm, I'm like no i don't have lotion and then he turns to the other black guy and says, hey, you got lotion? No. To the other black, hey, you got, no. And, and then they're like, I'm trying to ones that got all the lotion. And I couldn't tell him no, because it's the truth. And then everyone said, we was just out of lotion that day. I, I, I didn't bring any. I'm guessing the other guys didn't. It was just kind of, it was just like, of course, everyone in the room was laughing. But at the same time, it's like. You know, but that's more of like out. a that's more of like a stereotype that's yeah. semi true. Like a lot, like kinda, uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that I walk around with like lotion. I I do. Well, I have some in the car, <laughs> don't I? I actually do. I keep lotion in the car. All right. So I guess uh, I guess yeah. I, if it's some of the stereotype, we need to make sure we pack you some lotion when you start <laughs> when you guys start going back into school. So like, um, I I see what you mean by that. But like, so just to kind of slide through, you're really big on, and we've had our conversations when it comes to. The internet and all the different groups and all that stuff right and you know kids are highly opinionated but you don't know enough right you're just collecting the media yeah what is it like in that world where there's a lot going on where people are arguing their stance right somebody gets killed or you know a politician says a certain thing or whatever like what is it like out there is it pretty, pretty well it's impressive? it's it's a, it's at this point it's no man's land like you you could walk in and you may not have the opinion of anybody and you're still getting shot down um, is, is, is a lot of conflicting, like I'm saying, the parents and then what they read on the social media and just what's mm-hmm. happening in general, they're all just throwing it in everywhere. They're like, Hey, this is this and this is that. If someone says something they don't like, cause you know, adults have some restraint when it comes to what someone says they don't like. <laughs> not all adults. Well, not, 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 <laughs> not, okay, okay, okay. Okay, and but I, I see your point. Not like, all of them. I see your but, point. But but yeah, adults yeah, yeah. are a little bit more mature in that in that area. You would hope, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> but, but teenagers are not more mature in that area. Right. So even me sometimes when someone says something, I'm like, you're not supposed to say that, and then it just turns into something big. Right. And of course, I'm working on that as as like a maturity wise. If someone says something you don't agree with, just 
either either talk to them nicely, don't get mad about it, mm. or just don't say anything because they have their opinions, you have yours, and then that's just what it is. It's good you kind of touched that, like you know, adults have a have some level of restraint, teenagers don't. I think it's like we have to teach, we have to still teach, right? Because the example we said, because you know you. You know, I was telling your mom the other day, we were talking about some subject, I can't remember what it was, but like we, we teach people, we teach our kids by, by uh, like passively as well. So like mm-hmm. there's actions we may take and we don't realize that they're picking up from us yeah. or not or whatever. So hopefully the restraint that the parents are using also kind of falls off on the kids. But if not, then yeah. it, it is what it is. So we, when it comes to like going forward um, with all of this, like how how can we be better to help you because like for me like i'm doing civil conversations right this whole thing right you yeah. know um is to help educate people who are at, at different people groups um socioeconomic levels um different uh, uh professions and so on and so forth to get a better understanding of who they are in this case obviously we're talking who each other are i'm sorry in this case i'm talking to a teenager a mm-hmm. 15 year old teenager but you know the next generation needs help right yes um eventually all of us are going to die off and we need to keep helping uh prepare the future for you guys what if you're going to say all right mom and dad could you do these things to help me for with race and politics or political things what would it what would that be well i i think just for for y'all specifically mm-hmm. i think kind of like what i was saying with the with the election stuff and just how politics work because of course like you said you're not trying to force your pain on me but at the same time just how it works mm-hmm. is something that i do want to know because mm-hmm. you can go to school and learn that in history mm-hmm. or in your civics class but you don't get like a real world perspective on it necessarily because mm-hmm. the teachers are just teaching what they have to teach yeah and then i think also i i think when it comes to race mm-hmm. i think it's just kind of like what 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 effects do racism have on you mentally because mm-hmm. i ha- again i haven't experienced a lot of negative racism mm-hmm. i know you have because where you came from and i know mm-hmm. mommy has because of where she came from and just y'all are older y'all have experienced so much more than i have mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like how does that look on the mind and how does that like yeah. like how do you see certain situations you may want to avoid or something mm-hmm. you may want to you know just just kind of how that looks mm-hmm. and then same same thing with with the parents that are watching now you know just kind of like looking just just teaching your kids what, what does it mean to them how is it going to affect them mm-hmm. or at least how they felt about how they dealt with it what certain situations you should be avoiding and stuff right. like that i think that's yeah. very important and we've talked about stuff like at a high level definitely you know when we talk about like driving and the police and all mm-hmm. that stuff but like i feel like i see where you're going in general as well like how this affects the mind because like for me i struggle with and i've told you this before like i struggle with the fact that like you know i grew up in new york and you know uh, you know and anyone who's watching this understand new york right queens new york you had to know how to fight you had to know how to look out for yourself you had to deal with and so on and so forth and now living in suburban north carolina it's just different so my kids are not going to grow up with the same levels of experiences mm-hmm. um and that that's a class thing as well right so you have the you have the color piece but class has to be taken into that consideration because you're going to have less less those interactions. So that makes a whole lot of sense to what you're saying. I, I think it's some, an area we need to kind of tighten up on and get better at um, when it comes to, you know, continuing to to share more of the things that affected me. And I think, again, for me personally, it was more of like, I want to share, but also don't want to form your thinking. Yeah. Like, I don't want to make you feel like you walk out the door and everybody is an enemy, but I also want you to walk out the door and be, be smart mm-hmm. and protect yourself. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I feel like when you leave, you are still a black kid or you will be eventually a black man, so on and so forth. 
um, even with your Run DMC shirt on, or like you know what Run DMC is. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that's some old school stuff right there. Oh, but yeah. but I think that's important. So no, nah, thank you. And is there anything else you want to share with me or, at all, or are you good? Uh. I think just kind of what you were touching on previously and kind of what I was touching on, you know, y'all always talk about, you know, when you're driving, you know, please stop so you make sure you got license and registration, hands right. on the wheel, all that. I think especially just going farther than that is really important because mm -hmm. even people like, 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 uh, like, like Ahmaud Arbery, I, I never considered the fact that I could just go out jogging. And then that happens. Mm. Like I, that didn't cross my mind at all. Yeah. Now, of course, I'm thinking, okay, please stop me. What I, I can do what I need to do. But mm. then if I'm going out jogging, I can be safe. Mm -hmm. Especially living where I am now. You probably didn't think that way back where you grew up. But, but maybe mm -hmm. you did. But um, We weren't really jogging in Brooklyn. Well, but like... <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you know, just, just, just kind of like stuff that doesn't cross your mind. So yeah. I think just introducing all of that. Of course, don't, don't, don't scare your kids into not going outside. Don't, don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't have them all the way sitting in the corner thinking, oh, I'm, I can't even leave my house. I, I need to be up somewhere where I'm not going to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. it's balanced between like like uh, fear and wisdom, yeah. right? And and I think that's tough. That's a tough balance. And we definitely want to teach you the wisdom without you being afraid to walk outside. This is not a bubble world. Um, or we, or at least we don't want it to be. But I understand what you're saying. Like, again, with Aubrey, that threw everybody off, right? Mm -hmm. Because that wasn't a police situation mm -hmm. um, at all. Um, again, I know there's lots of arguments here and there, whose fault was what and who, you know, what was he actually doing and everything like that. But the perception is another black man was, was, um, killed at the hands of somebody who took something into their own hands and thought that this was the right thing to do. So that, that makes sense. So go beyond, basically go beyond just the teaching of the, the, you know, behind the wheels, mm -hmm. but just in general, just being black in America and, or just being safe in America in general, Yeah, which I think is super important as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, guys, thank you guys for joining this Civil Moment, Civil Conversations with Matt Aguido and... Mike Aguido. And uh, we'll catch up with you guys later. Peace. Hope y'all enjoyed it.